0: Who's to blame? They say history repeats itself. Not on my watch. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and I am The Alarmist. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to The Alarmist, a comedy podcast where we talk about history's greatest tragedies and figure out who's to blame. Today we're discussing the myth of Bloody Mary. Here's what you need to know. During the Tudor dynasty of England, Mary Tudor was born in 1516 to her parents, the infamous King Henry VIII and his first wife, Catherine of Aragon. Mary was not the male heir her father had hoped for, and when Henry left the Catholic Church and divorced his first wife in order to wed the young Anne Boleyn, The teenage Princess Mary was declared illegitimate and banished from court. This devastating betrayal of both her and her mother reaffirmed Mary's devotion to the Catholic Church, and she refused to acknowledge her parents' divorce nor her father's establishment of the Church of England. When Anne Boleyn failed to give King Henry VIII a son, she was executed, and Henry married his third wife, Jane Seymour. Mary Tudor, now 20 years old, decided she must accept her father's status as head of the Church of England in order to secure any chance of political power. In return for swearing her allegiance to her father and his church, Mary was pardoned and reinstated in the line of succession. Despite this oath, it was publicly known that Mary still had a staunch belief in the Catholic religion. Following King Henry VIII's death, his son Edward VI claimed the throne. When Edward's health rapidly deteriorated, he attempted to place his Protestant cousin, Lady Jane Grey, on the throne instead of his Catholic half-sister and rightful heir, Mary. But Lady Jane's contrived accession to power lasted a mere nine days. Mary gathered enough popular support to ride into London and claim the throne as her own. Mary was crowned Queen of England in 1553 at the age of 37. Despite resistance from Parliament, she married Prince Philip of Spain and quickly began trying to conceive an heir. During her reign as queen, Mary prioritized religion above all else and ordered hundreds of Protestants to be burned at the stake as heretics. Mary hoped to restore the old church A mission that was inextricably tied to her memories of her happy life before being disowned and banished by her father. But failing to produce a child, Mary's plans went up in smoke. She reluctantly recognized her Protestant sister Elizabeth as the heir to the English throne and died of illness at the age of 42. Instead of earning a reputation as a politically adept, religiously resolute monarch, A rise in Protestant national identity vilified Mary Tudor, solidifying her as Bloody Mary, the Catholic tyrant, for centuries to come. Fun Facts, aka Death Stats. Mary was the first Queen Regnant, a queen who rules a country as the primary monarch rather than simply as a consort. During Mary's five-year reign, Around 280 Protestants were burned at the stake for refusing to convert to Catholicism, and a further 800 fled the country. In the 1970s, folklorist Jane Langlois wrote a legend in which chanting Bloody Mary 13 times in front of a candlelit mirror will summon an evil spirit. While some believe the origins of this legend date back to Mary Tudor, there appears to be no connection other than a coincidence of name. With us today, we have producer Clayton Early. Hello. Fact checker Chris Smith. Hey! And our very special (laughs) guest today is Kristen Conger. Hi, Kristen. Oh, hi. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) We're very excited to have you. Kristen is the host of Unladylike. can you tell our listeners a little bit about your podcast? Absolutely. So I
2: describe Unladylike as a feminist lifestyle podcast Mm. and then some, Mm. because a lot of times we cover kind of the life stuff that often doesn't get talked about so much. So I'm always fascinated by finding unique angles into conversations and topics around women and gender and especially how how we navigate and often violate gender norms in the process mm. of living mm. our lives and
0: choosing our choices when available <laughs> Wow, you are the right person for this episode. <laughs> I
4: know, I was just thinking that.
0: <laughs> Kristen, we'd like to start off the show by asking our guests, what is something that's recently alarming you? What's something that's keeping you up at night? Oh my God, how much time? Welcome. <laughs> Hi. The well,
5: podcast is about 50 minutes or so yeah. to an hour. Yeah. So.
2: so, Okay, great. No. I have prepared a PowerPoint. This is a visual medium, right? (laughs) Oh, Um... God. We thought you
5: were a podcaster. (laughs) Jeez, you're way off.
2: (laughs) It's going to be charades. Um, <laughs> so, what is keeping me up at night? Oh, my goodness. Ugh, this is very basic, but. I love basic. You, yeah. You're never basic
0: with no. me. <laughs> yeah. Concerns
5: are not basic.
0: Yeah. They're concerns.
5: Wow. Great. That was really nice, Clayton. Thank you. I think that's true.
2: You know, it's Joe Biden's hubris. I'll just mm. say that. Mm. Okay. Okay.
5: Yeah. That's the first time somebody said uh, Biden. Uh, yes, uh, I is, love is, it. Let's okay, talk about it. On.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I'm really, I'm really hoping for a Trump comeback. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Oh, my God.
5: Triggered. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and that's so we the need podcast. To find Thanks for up. joining us. <laughs> Unladylike is actually a, a MAGA show. So, um,
2: <laughs> just, Just every day wondering, like, how he want, he's going to he's going to do this again he is going to run again okay all right here we are mm-hmm. and um, but the cool thing is apparently in in congress they're now allowing um, representatives to to smoke inside what? so yeah this is new apparently i think it was what? yesterday <laughs> the slim republican majority passed a new rule to allow or maybe like lifted, like removed an old rule because Nancy Pelosi, that old crank, was like, hey, let's not smoke cigarettes and <laughs> cigars in our offices, but now you can. So, wow. Yeah,
6: wow.
5: Jesus, that's yeah, I mean, crazy. That's,
2: yeah, just, you know, really important work of government happening. Mm-hmm.
5: Yes. Wow. That was so my glad concern. These people yeah. Are running the country. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad they can smoke again. I was worried.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now we can sleep. <laughs> mm hmm. Now, I'm trying to think how I'm going to
6: just Transition. segue oh.
0: the, the smoking. Y- you know who could have done whatever she wanted? Mm. Smoked, not smoked. She was calling the shots. Yep. Mary. Mary Tudor. Tudor. That's right. Bloody Mary.
5: Mm-hmm. As
0: she's been, I, sh- I would say, unfairly. Known
4: mm-hmm. about, throughout the ages, we're about to learn why. Find we out. are, yeah.
0: Now, first of all, did you guys ever play Bloody Mary as a child? I don't know during a sleepover with friends.
5: Of course, of course. That that game scared the shit out of me.
2: <laughs> I have never played Bloody <sighs> Mary.
4: Get into a bathroom immediately. Let's do it now. <laughs>
6: Go. Let's
2: see what happens. No, I was, so I was raised in like a super Christian, mm. like ni- 90s Christian household. Mm. And ooh, we did not, there were no Ouija boards, no tarot, and like, certainly fear? no Bloody Mary.
4: Like Out of, out of fear of that it would come true, like the spirituality of it or?
2: Yes. Like the belief that wow. I would be opening up my soul oh. to, for the devil to come inside. Yeah. And apparently, you know, I've, I've rebelled from that in you know, so many ways. And yet still mom, if you're listening, I still haven't played bloody Mary.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, you know, in a way I'm similar. I, we were not, my family was not as religious, although they were Catholics. So uh, they were still religious, but, um, But I never played out of just personal fear. I never got, you know, went through with it. I also still to this day haven't read, had, you know, don't really do like psychics or that kind of stuff. More more like out of anxiety and fear
2: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i don't i'm not seeking out potentially bad news
0: no (laughs) who wants that
5: (laughs) yeah not concerned about the devil so much as i am you know a bad financial year or i don't
0: i don't need the beginning of a horror movie in my life
6: Mm -hmm. you know
0: Mm -hmm. now I'll let you know how it goes. So as the legend goes, Bloody Mary is, you stand in a dimly lit bathroom, you stare into the mirror, you chant her name 13 times, then if all goes according to plan, a ghostly woman should appear in the mirror. Bloody Mary is sometimes alone or other times holding a dead baby. Yikes. Often legend states she'll do nothing but stare. But occasionally she'll leap from the glass and scratch or even kill the Sumner. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. while the Bloody Mary story it may be fabricated, there are possible figures from history who might be the real Bloody Mary. We know who it is, right? But it's also been uh, said that it could potentially be a, a, a murderous Hungarian noblewoman. W- okay. Or an evil witch who killed children. This is... a uh, in the the colonies in the in the northeast, I, probably during the witch trials, but we are pretty sure, you know, Bloody Mary. None of those people have been called Bloody Mary. Only Bloody Mary has been called Bloody Mary. Unfortunately, mm. okay. Um, there's also a theory that she is the inspiration behind the Bloody Mary mm. drink mm. and the tomato juices. Uh, according to the always reliable uh, weekly world news uh, said to represent blood spilled while the vodka a fire water is symbolic for the queen's brutal means of executing the martyrs.
4: You know, it's interesting to hear you read this because I do not remember having to, I think, Maybe it's just like kids passing it like word of mouth, but like I don't think it was thirteen times that we had to say it, and I, I, think, I think it was we like had cut it down
0: to three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you just need th-
4: and it was like pretty immediate. Like she's gonna kill you.
5: Like, oh, you guys didn't hear what the reason why they cut it down to three was so that never nobody would ever get back up to thirteen oh. because it actually does work.
4: <laughs> oh yes, scaring me. Stop.
2: Oh, sh- <laughs> I also love that that what is. That what's gonna happen is there's an old woman who's gonna stare at you. <laughs> <laughs>
6: kind God of forbid.
2: Yeah, that is I mean, there you know, like there are those paintings where like it looks like the eyes are always yes. following you. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of creepy, but um I, I just like that even just the gaze <laughs> of this <laughs> unsightly woman apparently is, is enough well, to drive fear. Kristen, have you
5: ever seen? Have you ever seen an old woman? <laughs>
0: It's, no, but I've heard on TikTok about them. It'll sh- send shivers <laughs> down your spine.
5: Yeah, we, we ship them off somewhere,
4: right? They don't stay in civil society.
0: No, they right? don't stay here. No.
4: <laughs> Terrible. We put Terrible. them behind
0: two way mirrors, yes. apparently. <laughs> um, let's start off by putting Henry VIII up on the board. He's hey. been there before. He knows, he knows where familiar. to go. <laughs> it's true.
6: Um,
0: this is according to Mary Tudor, England's first queen by Anne Whitelock. Mary's accession was against all odds. The heir of the Tudor dynasty in England and a daughter of Spain, she grew up adored at home and feted by courts across Europe, yet this was a prelude to great personal tragedy. When her parents, Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon, divorced, Mary was reduced from a royal princess to a royal bastard. For the next three years, she defended her mother's honor, refusing to acknowledge her stepmother, Anne Boleyn, as queen or the illegitimate illegitimacy of her own birth. Mother and daughter were prevented from seeing one another and even when Catherine was dying, Mary was threatened with death as a traitor and forced to submit to her father's authority as a supreme head of the English church. Her submission defined her. From then on, she lived according to the dictates of her Catholic conscience, ready to defend her faith at all costs. So Mary had quite... A childhood. Yeah.
5: and just for A con- hell of a childhood. For context, you know, uh, there was one thing that was scarier than an old lady at that time was a baby lady.
0: Uh, <laughs> you were a, king, a baby lady? If you were a
5: king, because <laughs> you needed a baby son. He needed a baby mm. son. So when, every time a, a little baby lady came out, he was pissed. <laughs> what
2: is that's that what happening?
0: You, <laughs> that's what he calls... <laughs> uh girls
2: right that okay was... well i'm <laughs> imagining ladies. a baby lady like she comes out like in a little frock <laughs> you know like a fancy <laughs> she's got a parasol somehow
6: yes.
2: um and you know prince harry is getting all this press for his book about like oh my childhood oh spare okay sir talk to
0: mary tudor you want to talk about <laughs> a, sh- a royal childhood
5: look Thank back you. look back Thank you.
0: Look back. I mean, we're talking about a girl who she was adored when she came, when she was born, Catherine had already had multiple miscarriages and she also had a son who had died after, uh, I believe it was a week, uh, a week and a half. So, The anticipation for this new child, when she was pregnant the Mm -hmm. second time, was huge. Mm -hmm. And when she was a girl, when she didn't turn out to be a girl, I obviously I can only assume that Henry VIII was disappointed. You know, knowing what we know about him. Mm -hmm. But there was also a, a sigh of relief because it was a healthy child. She grew up. She right. was very um, smart. She was tutored, you know, like as if she was a prince. So she, you know, right. w- was... Uh, uh, educated?
5: Groomed? Uh, yes,
0: educated, but groomed. But also groomed. she uh, Henry VIII would often like bring her to court and like kind of show her off. Mm. Uh, she was very... She had a good relationship with her uh, dad until she didn't. He was... A cold. I can't imagine. I mean, as a as a person, he was a cold, terrible person. As a father, I can't imagine how like that must have felt for someone to just turn on you.
4: Mm-hmm. Almost like sociopathic. Just like
0: that's what I was gonna. I, I was going there. I mean, we we I I we don't know. I wish we had footage mm-hmm. of what he was like.
6: <laughs> yeah, <You> don't have <laughs> like to tell the old... a tell all book.
0: <laughs> Like the
2: succession intro, but it's it's Henry and uh, and little Mary Tudor <laughs> playing in the background. I mean, also just
0: like, and he had her mom killed. What? Well, no, he didn't right? have her mom killed. He had he divorced oh, her mom. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, so, so what happens is he wants to marry Anne Boleyn, and he goes to Catherine and is like, "Look, just give me a divorce. Let me call this marriage." illegitimate right and you know Catherine of Aragon who was a very uh, pious woman she was very religious she's like no way I I we had a child together Mm -hmm. right (laughs) I've been queen for years remember and this is a little side note she had been married to his older brother Mm -hmm. um, before she was married to Henry Hmm. and who then died. He passed away. Henry's older brother passed away. So Henry was technically second in line.
6: Mm.
0: Um, And then she married, Henry marries her. She's a little bit older than him. Um, And okay. So he's like, I want a divorce. She's like, no way. And so now Henry has a problem, right? Mm -hmm. Cause he's got to reject the Catholic church and he's very manipulative. In his way of dealing with the situation, he separates the two, the daughter and mother. Mm -hmm. They never see each other again.
6: Mm.
0: Uh, Even when Catherine is sick and dies, Mary is never able to see her again. She can't even write to her. He Mm. won't allow her to send her letters. And she's like, "Uh, you can read my letters. But uh, he says no. Okay. Okay. Um I just
5: want to get us back on track because in order to sort of figure out who's to blame for the myth of Mary Tudor, uh-huh, I think uh-huh. we gotta get we gotta get there. Mm.
6: No. Right now we're just it's just
5: her 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 dad. We're circling, but, yeah. we're
0: circling around the dad. Well, you see you see where my finger's pointing. <laughs> <Yeah. 'cause. laughs> um but let's why don't we put Mary uh herself up on the board? Okay, oh, okay. This is again from Mary Tudor, England's First Queen by Anne Whitelock. It is the contrast between Mary as queen and the personal tragedy of Mary as a woman that is the key to understanding her life and reign. Her private traumas of phantom pregnancies, debilitating illness and rejection, first by her father and then by her husband, were played out in the public glare of the fickle Tudor court. The woman who emerges is a complex figure of immense courage and resolve, her dramatic life unfolding in the shadows of the great 16th century struggle for power in Europe. Mary did not expect to burn so many heretics. She wanted the heretics to be reconciled rather than die, and for the burnings to be carried out judiciously and without vindictiveness. But rather than extinguish Protestant sentiment, as Mary intended, the burnings served only to define more clearly, the Protestants, as a dissonant group. Moreover, the courage of the martyrs stirred the admiration of many of those who saw them die.
2: I, I'm i really puzzled by the term judicious burnings. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, you know, she didn't, you know, she really didn't mean, she didn't mean to kill so many people, but...
0: yeah i guess during the time burning at the stake was like a common way to die it was a common punishment uh apparently it it was supposed to represent the fire of hell or something it was it was meant to like uh it was meant to encourage you to repent Mm. before the you actually reached the the actual fire of hell
5: yeah, I think that's fairly effective symbolism. <laughs> okay. So you're you're saying is there a way to sort of uh just put this up on a board in a way that's like I, I'm not maybe not blame her herself, but the circumstances combined with her sort of response to them. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Why don't we learn more about uh what was going on at the time and maybe that'll make things clear. Okay. I think we should put heresy up on the board. Okay. Mm. This is according to Smithsonian Magazine. Mylan Solly wrote, To the 16th century mind, heresy was a contagion that threatened not just the church, but the stability of society as a whole. Heretics were also deemed guilty of treason, as questioning a monarch's established religious policies was tantamount to rejecting their divinely ordained authority. Mary and her advisors hoped the initial spate of burnings would act as a short, sharp shock, warning errant Protestants to return to the fold of the true faith. After taking the throne, Elizabeth took care not to replicate her sister's religious policies. In the book Mary Tudor, Judith Richards observes, quote, It may have helped protect Elizabeth's reputation that many executed were hanged as seditious traitors for seeking to restore Catholicism rather than burned as heretics. So, semantics. (laughs) Right?
5: Yeah, really. And
0: optics, yeah. (laughs) And optics. (laughs) Yeah. And in all fairness, Elizabeth had one up on Mary because she was watching Mary make all of these mistakes. And let's, I think the reason why when, you know, she decided to even burn people at the stake, right, to... Uh To go hard on this um, Protestant uh, the, the Protestants that that were rising or the rise of Protestantism, which we're going to put up on the board shortly, is also deeply personal to her. Mm. Catholicism was the faith of her mother. She's this you know she's half English, half Spanish. It, it was um, what kept her sane perhaps throughout the years being sent away and being rejected. Mm. So she had a connection and, and she, I think she felt like she had an obligation because it, it helped her get through those hard times and eventually helped her become queen to put the religion back on, on top.
5: So this religion was sort of like a, her, or her faith was sort of like a stable um, companion during these sort of chaotic times for her. And so when she gets to the crown, it's sort of the one thing she can rely on that she turns to. Um, is that what you're saying?
0: Perhaps. Do we yeah. blame?
5: So let's put some things on the board. I really actually like semantics and I also like optics. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I also uh, think uh, faith, um, which I think you're going to get to later, um, or, or religion.
0: Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Religious intolerance, perhaps. Mm-hmm. One thing that could maybe go on the
2: board too—that's related to this—is yes, her Catholicism and faith was undoubtedly a, a source of comfort and companionship for her during all of these this tumultuous upbringing. But it's also she—I could also see her feeling like it was her divine duty. Once she ascended to the throne to bring back Catholicism in yeah. full force, because mm. there was the whole like divine right of kings, like she survived so many, so like against all odds
6: right. she to finally
2: get to this throne and... How could she not, given the right. lens of like 16th century, take that as a sign from her God that like, yeah. yes, you know, you need to, your you know, gather yeah. up some firewood and <clears throat> make it happen.
4: I like that divine, divine duty. Is that what you said? Divine.
0: Yeah. Or divine obligation. Yeah. Divine obligation. That sounds good.
5: I think bad PR too, uh, was, is a good, is a good one just based on what you've been saying. Yeah, yeah, I was
0: gonna put that up as well. Oh, yeah.
5: yeah. Love that.
0: Let's put bad PR and uh, well, let's put the rise of Protestantism. Um, This is according to Smithsonian Magazine, arguably the most important factor in the Bloody Mary moniker staying power was the rise of a national identity built out uh, built on the rejection of Catholicism. A 1563 book by John Fox, known popularly as Fox's Book of Martyrs, played a pivotal role in the creation of the Protestant identity, detailing the torments suffered by men and women burned at the stake under Mary. Fox's Hmm. account, which shaped the popular narrative of Mary's reign for the next 450 years, writes Anna Whitelock in her biography of the Tudor Queen. Generations of schoolchildren would grow up knowing the first Queen of England only as Bloody Mary, a Catholic tyrant. And this is very unfair. Yeah. Um,
4: (laughs) Doesn't it just seem like, I feel like we're going to get yelled at from some of our haters, but doesn't that just seem like a little bit of old fashioned sexism? Like, oh, she's the first female queen. So let's just vilify her.
0: Big time. This is the first time a queen is able to rule like in her own right without a king.
4: Because it wasn't like other kings time. weren't killing people; like they were killing people all the
6: time. That's people what were- I'm
0: saying, <laughs> and I'm not saying that like she. So she killed like th- approximately 300 Protestants, um, and that that is a lot. One <laughs> yeah. is too many. Bad. Right? It's bad, but, <laughs> very bad. But you know, let's. But, f- like for the record, Henry the Eighth ordered like something like 50 to 57 thousand executions. <laughs> Okay, that was her dad, e- Edward the the Sixth, her brother, who was briefly king before her, killed over five thousand people. Right. Elizabeth, after her, ordered eight hundred executions of Catholic rebels. But again, it goes back to the only difference was that they treated the like they tried them as uh, under treason and not for you know, and not as heretics.
4: So do we call that like a double standard? like everyone's killing but <laughs> she kills like half his men not even like a fraction of that and she's a monster and everybody else is like just being a king
6: mhm
2: yeah a i definitely person- think i definitely think her being a woman made her easier to vilify
5: totally i mean i was thinking <laughs> yeah. you're you're just from the s- the scope of your you know your podcast and sort of what you you look at i was curious if you a had had discussed bloody mary yet probably i don't know maybe not
2: no no we don't usually get into like straight up historical kinds of episodes and when i was going back and reading for our chat today i was surprised by how how little I really knew about the story. Um, and also like I did, I didn't even hadn't even retained the, the fact that Elizabeth was her sister. Mm. Um, I just, I, I bought the, what was his name? John Fox, the yeah. Fox news <laughs> 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 image of, of her is just this, uh, yeah, just this angry witchy woman. Um, and I think that like, to me, I don't want to get ahead of the conversation. But to me, I think it's also the combination of how short her reign was. She mm-hmm. was only like five years in and then gone. Yeah. And just the, you know, the situation with Philip and the fake pregnancies. I think people were like, oh, this woman, this is a hysterical woman. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think why don't we go right in and, and put uh, her unpopular marriage to Philip up on the board Philip uh, King of Spain and this is from Mary Tudor's England for England's first queen her religious defiance was matched by a personal infatuation with Philip her Spanish husband her love for him and dependence on her true father the Emperor Charles V was unwavering her determination to honor her husband's will led England to an unpopular war with France. There was no fruit of the union so that so at her premature death there was no catholic heir. Her own phantom pregnancies together with epidemics and harvest failures across the country left her undermined and unpopular. Her life always one of tragic contrast ended in personal tragedy as Philip abandoned her never to return even as his queen lay dying. That's, That's harsh. I mean, what a life! She it, so many ups and downs. What a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. She, you know, was princess. Then she's not princess. Then she's queen, and then and and she's beloved because when she be when she came into town after uh and 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 kicked Lady Jane Grey, who mm-hmm. as we know was the nine days queen, kicked her out. She was beloved. Everyone, everyone in London was excited that she had done that because they saw her as the true heir. Mm -hmm. But what a downfall it was. She became so unpopular in such a short amount of time.
4: Right. Really high highs and really low lows for this one.
0: Yeah. And she just died alone and sad. And these, I mean, phantom pregnancies were potentially, caused by, you know, they think she might have died from, um, uh, they were, uh, it was either uterus cancer or, um, cysts in her mm, uterus. So sure. there was a reason why she was feeling all these changes in her body. So she wasn't crazy. She wasn't hysterical, you know, right as, right. as they, you know, de- as, as they, they, they said she was, she was really, um, really she really did feel and, and she had a desire for this heir. She was in love with uh Philip. She wanted to have an heir, a Catholic heir. Maybe we put a desire for an heir up on the board.
5: Sure. I also think that it was an interesting little side note that there were epidemics going on at the time and harvest failures, which I to me, you know, creates the kind of uh, uh instability with the populace that could lead to this kind of uh, hatred, right. of Unrest in the people. charge. Okay. Just yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, what is it when you when you feel bad about one thing, but you take it out on another person? Misdirected, Misdirected uh, anger. anger.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the,
2: the, the same ingredients of of instability and chaos that we that we see now in an era of you know conspiracy theories mm. run amok. Now put that in. The sixteenth century, right. like, where there was not even really science. I mean, of course, of course, you gotta blame that that weird woman who married mm. that younger man.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. You've got like the one paper that you're just waiting to get to see like what the latest conspiracy is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and here yeah. it comes, and you point to the castle on the hill, and you're like,
0: done with it all. You you know what we we haven't even talked about is like the fact that. Women in the 16th century were considered property, right? Mm. So as her husband, she would have uh, Philip would have legally had control over his wife,
4: even though she's
5: no. the, the
4: queen? queen. I mean
0: so the
5: royals were considered
4: People
0: were, were concerned at the time if she married Philip. Right, then he would be the one that's actually ruling.
6: Mm, oh, so right.
0: Parliament had to come up with this Queen Mary's Marriage Act. Oh, because she was the and, first. Because she's the first. And they figured out how a woman could be queen for the first time. They're just like writing it as it goes. And it, it, it essentially said that Philip would be called king, but only for Mary's lifetime, right? So he couldn't become king after she died, and he also couldn't make demands or decisions without Mary's consent. And of course, no one was happy about this because it was going against the way of the time. Mm. Except for Mary, who was obsessed with Philip and just wanted to marry him. That's so much pressure. Can you imagine,
2: like, stepping in and being like, "All right, I'm finally queen." I have to rule, and I'm in my late 30s, and my body is responsible for creating right, an air. heir apparent. TikTok, let's do this! Like, and what? also,
4: like, we usually die in like five years at this, like, during this. Yeah,
0: year. right, right. <laughs> I'm effectively 85, oh, yeah. so <laughs> no. which she did, she did die in five years. Okay? Right. I, yes, so. that's
4: she knew. That's why she was so stressed. Oh, yo, yo,
0: the pressure. Now, did we put sexism up on the board? We did. Okay, good. Um, because, again, I mean, like you were saying, it was that double standard.
5: Mm-hmm. Of course.
0: Um, you know, her brother, Edward the VI, was like, I don't know, a young teenager when he was ruling, and like, no, you know, he 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 made some they
5: were like, Yeah, he's
0: young. Yeah, he's he's and he kind of gets
5: distracted <laughs> by like the bouncing ball. He
0: couldn't but have been like... a better ruler than Mary, who was actually well equipped to be a ruler.
5: Double
4: standard. hmm I feel like I wanna just throw up like a real black sheep on this board. Um Cause everything else is kind of like right on, but like, there's something about, I don't even know how to phrase this, but like, it's almost like a laziness, like a childhood, like it's more fun to like, think of like bloody Mary as like a fun, like game than to actually investigate the history of this historical figure. So it's like, Mm. what's the lazy kind of like childhood playful thing to blame for Mary becoming bloody Mary.
0: Imagination. Mm, this. Imagination. Oh <laughs> this is like when we tried to put the Christmas spirit in jail <laughs>
6: recently.
5: Uh, it's also like the thrill of a good scare. It's like a good, you get a good scare. It's like, right. that's the what thrill people, of it. Instead of the
4: thrill of the chase, the thrill of the scare. I guess so.
0: I mean, our fear of women, like. <laughs> fear of a powerful woman
4: sure i like that i'm gonna put that on the board
2: and also a woman who will literally burn you
4: like (laughs) her burn
2: book was
4: yeah legit (laughs) legit.
0: our fear of fire (laughs) is that where the burn book came from i wonder (laughs) that was the original burn book (laughs) um okay so is there anything else we want to throw up on this board I think think we're good. It's hefty. Oh, hey. uh, Oh, yeah. I don't know if she's already up there, but
2: I'm going to play a little devil's advocate. Let's put Elizabeth on that board. Mm, Because I think that part of this, like you mentioned, Rebecca, like when she started her rule, she was like, "Okay, I'm not going to make the same mistakes. And she certainly wasn't out there being like, y'all, y'all, y'all know Mary was cool. (laughs) 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 it was
0: fun um that's so true what a complicated relationship those two must have had Mm. i mean she's the daughter of the woman who kicked her and her mom out of out of court elizabeth that's elizabeth um she was brought back to court to like be her her maid Elizabeth's maid, hmm. and then they grow up together with, the you know, there's a huge, there, there's a pretty big age difference between the two of them. They have a complicated relationship, that, not just different religions, but but at the same time, like a shared trauma
6: hmm. of yeah.
0: their dad killing, you know, or doing away with their moms and also marrying these other women and also killing them off. And uh, something I... I, I read, uh, I actually, I heard it this in a podcast, was that when Mary came into town to reclaim her throne, she had Elizabeth by her side. Mm. They came back, they came in together because they had to ha- like form some kind of unity because as the, quote, illegitimate children of Henry VIII, they had to have a unified front, right? So for Elizabeth to be... Considered an heir, Mary had to be considered an heir, and vice versa.
4: Mm, complicated.
0: So they needed each other, and also they're buried together.
3: Oh, huh. this is
0: this is what I've heard. I, I'm dying to go see this, but yeah, apparently they're buried together in in I believe Westminster, Chris. If you could double check that, um, mm. and and their their uh epitaph is 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 very. Um warm is not the right word.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Red hot. Should,
0: should trauma bonding go up on the
6: board? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Trauma bonding.
0: But I I think you're right, Kristen, in that there's something about Elizabeth. Maybe it's like Elizabeth's threat that made Mary mm. um maybe make choices she otherwise mm. wouldn't have made. I don't know.
4: Definitely an influence.
0: It's gotta be so weird to know that like you're being threatened by your siblings to like lose your job. Essentially.
5: Is Elizabeth uh Mary Queen of Scots is not Bloody no. Mary. Yeah no yeah, those
6: different Mary. Those
5: two are buried together, I think.
6: Oh from okay. what I can tell,
5: but okay. I will keep looking.
0: We'll 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 double check on that. Okay. So, why don't we take a quick break and then start knocking things off the board? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
3: For 20% off your first system.
1: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news?
5: Okay, who's to blame for the myth of Bloody Mary? Is it Henry VIII, Mary, the myth, the legend, heresy, semantics, optics, religious intolerance, divine obligation, bad PR, rise of Protestantism, sexism, double standards, unpopular marriage to King Philip, a desire for an heir, misdirected anger, the thrill of the scare, our fear of women, (laughs) Elizabeth or trauma bonding good
0: board uh yeah good board off the bat like nothing is jumping off (laughs) as like something that needs to be removed asap which is usually not the case
6: Hmm.
5: oh no they they they, the coffins are the same by the way elizabeth's coffin is the same vault Hmm. okay
0: does it say what what it says
5: yeah, it says "partners in throne and grave." Here we sleep, Elizabeth and Mary, sisters in hope of the resurrection.
2: Very Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that feels like something <laughs>
4: spiritual, demonic. That they will come back and like wreak havoc on our world. <laughs> oh, geez. Maybe, Clayton?
0: yeah, maybe it, the, that's what pops up in the mirror. You can't oh, yes. see Elizabeth, but she's there.
5: She's there too. She's
0: beh- right behind.
5: Yes. Her.
0: She pushes Mary
2: actually in front yes. of the mirror. Oh my god, oh my Kristen! God. Whoa, this
6: is that why you've never
4: played this game. I know.
2: <laughs> I know too much.
0: <laughs> okay, what are we gonna do here? We, I okay, Mary, the myth, the legend, we have she has to stay up on the board, she can't be the first thing to come up. I, I feel like we can start folding things, things in, into sure, one another. sure. Um. Like optics could be folded into bad PR.
4: Okay. Okay. I think
0: same with sexism
2: and double standards could maybe couple mm. up. What, what do we like?
4: What What folds into what? Double standards into sexism.
5: Double yeah. Double standards feels like a more pointed, sure. Um, no, I hear that sharper kind of uh, way of sex. The sexism that sexism can manifest itself to right. Me, so sexism okay. is yeah. in the double standard. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Is I like the specificity
4: of that.
0: I think her desire for an heir can can be taken off because it, more than that, it was her marriage to Philip, uh, King of Spain. Okay. Misdirected anger of the people, I think, is what we mean here.
4: Right, yep. but that I don't know if that's like really motivating her.
0: Mm. Actions, the, right? The, right. It 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 could have motivated the myth, though.
5: Right.
4: That's
0: the
6: that thing. Was a, mm-hmm.
0: uh, bl- mm-hmm. She was the Bloody Mary.
4: Right. Why they wanted to buy into that narrative? Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: The thrill of the scare. <laughs> I love
4: <laughs> that. Can probably come off.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's
0: be honest. But I love it. <laughs> okay, we can take that.
2: Oh, would our fear of women fold into? Double standards. Although I talk about specificity, I do love
6: that one. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. yeah. I don't Let, know.
0: I, let's keep it separate. I guess yeah, right now. I think now. it can live
4: independent for a bit long. How about trauma bonding? We can lose that. I yeah. think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I don't think Elizabeth propelled or continued no, the myth, no. right? It it, it comes yeah. back
5: down to Henry because she, Henry is the one who created the mess yeah. in the first place.
0: And if Elizabeth thought knew that that she would be known as Bloody Mary, would she have chosen to lie with her in death? She probably would have wanted to separate herself, mm. right?
4: Did she have so, that choice? Or did they just Yeah. Okay. She was
0: queen. She could have. Sure. She could have chosen. But it's not
4: like a family vault kind of thing, or it's just like we all go to the same place.
0: No, I think it's just the two of them. Hmm. Weird, right? Oh, so weird. There's something so also romantic. Sure. Like sweet. Yeah. I Again, mean, I, I keep thinking about warmth, but I love my sisters, but don't put us all in a vault together, please. <laughs> Anyone
2: listening?
6: <laughs> it's recorded I can't here. Say the this same. This is proof. <laughs>
4: I think okay. um, maybe yeah. I'm looking at divine obligation, mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: which I really like that as a concept, um, but I I don't know. Is that, well, I guess you could say that like throw for actions, which then led to this reputation. So I don't know. Maybe it does have.
0: I don't, I feel like it folds into religious intolerance, as does rise of Protestantism.
5: Okay,
4: sure.
0: What do you think about that?
5: yeah I mean the the thing about and we've talked about this before when we when we talk about Henry in this this era is that like the religion is so to me secondary like this is this, this was a political move by him, like I mean not secondary. I guess I just mean. Everything. No, I know it's it's everything, but it's like religious intolerance, I think, takes on a different meaning because I'm thinking it makes me, it conjures ideas of like when you really believe in something, Mm. anybody who doesn't believe in that thing sort of uh, is wrong in your mind. And. I don't know that that's exactly what this is because a lot of these actions are sort of just vying for power to me at 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 this level and at this like period of history. Does that make sense?
4: So it's using the religion as a power play. Uh,
5: I mean, it's it's probably a little bit of both, and I think you know Mary was very religious, right?
0: Yeah, that's the only thing she actually was very religious.
5: Hmm. So it's just for me, I don't know that feels a little. Thin, but I mean, I think our guest expert, whoever it is, I think will shine a sort of brighter
4: light. Yeah. <laughs> ho- hopefully, shine
5: some light on
6: this for us.
5: How about
4: semantics? Um, I feel like that seems a little general to me. I'm trying to remember why. Why is semantics? Yeah. S- oh, semant- because
2: it was like yeah. uh, she burned people at the stake, but Elizabeth had people like executed or drawn and quartered, mm. like. Everybody right. was killing treason, people yeah. just in different
6: right, ways. Right. Which I feel like could go right. into
4: double Labeling
0: standards, them right? in different yeah. ways. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. uh-huh. uh-huh. Were, I it, like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We've got bad PR still up on the board, which I like. Our fear of women. That's.
4: I kind of like that.
0: Yeah. Misdirected anger. I feel like we can take off for now.
5: Okay. And how about Mary herself? To me, I, I don't know that we can blame her if we're, if we're, you know, talking about the myth, you know what yeah. I mean? That was created after her.
6: I,
0: I think it's a bit unfair.
6: hmm okay. Given the,
2: given the circum, the 16th century circumstances.
6: Sure. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Right. Don't do that now. <laughs>
6: yeah. All
0: right. <laughs> Um, okay, so we've got Henry VIII, heresy, religious intolerance, bad PR, double standards, her marriage to Philip, and our fear of women. I think, I don't know if the marriage to Philip, yeah, it, it didn't help her public appearance, like her public persona, because they didn't like that he was Spanish and... uh, but I don't think that
4: that's not why she's burning a bunch of people at the stake, right?
2: Right, right. I think it's also bad PR because people thought like she was they just framed her as kind of like, oh, she's so desperate for this guy and like, oh, right.
4: Hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. Right. So what about So does bad PR go back into like a double standards? Can that fold into
2: that? Hmm. Well, that's a good question.
0: That's a good question. In my mind, they're separate because...
4: But you know, like I got here my point, like sometimes I have a, I don't have a good example, but I feel like you often hear about there's a lot of women in like the entertainment industry who are complaining about like, I'm getting this press, but like if I were a man, you wouldn't be talking about it kind of thing. Like, is right. it one mm-hmm. of those situations where it's like no one would care who the king wanted to marry, but because she wanted to marry she was a woman and married King of Spain. Everyone was up in an uproar. I mean, maybe it's a bad yeah. argument.
0: No, I think that makes a lot of sense to me mm-hmm. when you, when you relate it to uh, celebrities nowadays, now I get it. <laughs> 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 um, I think, yeah. So do we want to so, so fold? Saying,
4: I'm saying, do we fold then bad PR into the double
5: standards?
2: Okay. I think so. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
5: Okay. And it's like Henry's Chris Jenner, and yes. That's is this is all heading toward the
2: kardashians <laughs> would we could we take maybe heresy off the board because in in a similar way that that the religious intolerance there is a fakery to that because it's like being used as a uh, kind of as a scapegoat mm-hmm. like uh-huh. were these people actual heretics you know what i mean like or was heresy just the thing that they latched on
4: to and called
0: it that was yeah which kind of goes folds into the bad pr right
4: and or yes, just like religious it, intoler- intolerance, right? Like just to call someone yes. a heretic, it just seems like very loaded just to be like,
0: Yer. yes, yeah. especially if it's
2: between, <laughs> like it still blows my mind of like, we're talking about like Protestants and Catholics. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, we're not like not full blown polar opposite religious faith. Right. Like it's y'all so are funny, really true. maybe bring semantics back on the board. Actually, I mean, no. <laughs>
4: There's
2: crazy. like one difference
4: in the Bible. There's like one different word, and it's yeah, like, it's the Pope. <laughs> the, actually, the Pope is to blame. Okay, pope. That's actually That's so maybe. funny. I do like. I think we should take heresy
5: off.
0: Okay, so. We've got four good ones. We we have to pick what we're going to slap and what we're going to send to the alarmist jail. Here we've got Henry the Eighth. We've got religious intolerance, double standards, and our fear of women.
5: The hmm. feel I feel like we can we can I feel like double standards we can lose in. For fear of women, I think go, that sort of gets folded into it. Our okay. fear of women. Okay, I, agree. I, like I think that. it's it's just the stronger form of sexism. Sure. To me. It, it just in terms of like specificity and, uh, I mean, Bloody Mary, the myth. You know, looking in yeah. the mirror and blah, the fear and scary and
6: blah
0: blah blah. I like that. Me I too. I, here's what I'm thinking. Tell tell me what you guys think. I think we send our fear of women to the alarmist jail and we slap religious intolerance and frickin' Henry the Eighth gets away with it.
5: Mm, yeah. Well he's already in the alarmist
4: he jail he's, right? been, <laughs> he's been there for a while. I almost like too, I like don't want to give Henry the Eighth like any legitimate like Significant credit, you know. It's like it almost seems mm. like it's a are bestowing this honor look at this legend, this thing that you've created. It's like he's mm. so, right. like don't let him have the satisfaction
5: because he seems like a bad guy all around.
4: She <laughs> brought sm-
0: herself down. Smug
5: <laughs> satisfaction. You can see him smiling about yeah, it.
0: He's smoking in his office.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm 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 into it.
0: Okay. All right. I'm gonna call it. Religious intolerance. You're getting the big slap. Our fear of women. You're going to the alarmist jail.
4: Wow. Wow.
2: And I I think it's worth emphasizing, you know, as the host of Unlady, like, this is not pre-planned, okay? I did not come on here with some Mm -hmm. feminist agenda (laughs) trying to to throw our fear (laughs) of women into jail. So... (laughs)
4: In fact, no, you didn't we, even say that. It was Rebecca no, who said the phrase. Yeah. <laughs> thank, of <women>. right. <laughs> thank you.
2: That's right. you. Ally. Ally. Thank you. We,
5: we are the feminine. <laughs> we have the feminist <laughs> agenda. <laughs>
2: um.
0: um, Kristen, we thank you so much for joining us today and helping us get down to the bottom of this Bloody Mary myth. I, I feel like we couldn't have done this without you. We're the perfect person.
2: Oh, my goodness. It has been such a thrill and I know what I'm doing my with my Friday night and that is I'm gonna head to the mirror nice oh, no. I gotta do it.
4: we'll do a follow-up oh to see if you're still
2: alive I'm
0: so yes sorry and if you. I am dead yeah.
2: remember don't put me in a vault with my two sisters
6: <laughs> <laughs> please send me a text tonight <laughs>
0: After Mary's death, Protestant John Fox published his book of Martyrs, featuring graphic accounts of the gruesome tortures and executions of pious Protestants at the hands of Catholic rulers. Many monarchs were featured, but Queen Mary I's persecutions received the most attention and became folklore. Over the centuries, Protestantism developed as a core component of British identity. Visit our website and let us know who you think is to blame at www.thealarmistpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at The Alarmist Podcast and on Twitter at Alarmist The. You can also send us your thoughts via email to thealarmistpodcast at gmail.com. Today's episode was produced and engineered by Clayton Early with fact-checking by Chris Smith and editing by Molly Hockey. Thank you to our associate producer and researcher, Alex Paul. The Alarmist is executive produced by Rebecca Delgado-Smith and the ERIOS Network. Tune in next week. We'll be discussing the Nevada del Ruiz eruption.
6: ERIOS Powered by ACAST